Got started here, got started there. All right, so welcome. We have an abridged share this evening because we will be, uh, for those who want to join the um, the UAA presentation with the interview from the leaders from South Africa, that will be shortly. So we'll just hit straight into it. And this week's Pasha is Akev. And we're going to be dealing with a verse that uh, everybody's familiar with, which comes right at the beginning of the Pasha. And that is the following verse. And you shall eat and be satiated, and you shall bless Hashem, your God, for the land, on the good land that Hashem gave you. So we, this is, we're all familiar with this particular verse. And one of the things that, I suppose, makes Judaism different from other faith groups, the one we are, I suppose, most familiar with uh, being Christianity, is the idea of grace after meals. We see grace before meals happening. Uh, as kids, we always had to say grace in school before we would eat. Um, for what we're about to receive, may the Lord make us truly thankful, which is the one uh, I think was the standard nusach that we used to use in shul, uh, in school. <clears throat> but uh, the concept of a, a pre-bracha, uh, a bracha pre-eating, that was something that is not that not unique to the Jewish people. But a bracha after eating is something which uh, is quite quite interesting, and from a from a halachic point of view, it's the only place where we have a Torah obligation to. It's the only blessing. Um, that is a Torah obligation. You know, Torah, perhaps the blessing before we're learning Torah, but it's the only one that's explicitly mentioned that you should make a blessing after eating. So what makes it unique <coughs> is that to bless and ask Hashem for something you need is a lot easier than to recognize the same, something once you've already had it. So uh, I heard once as an analogy um, and that when a person has a terrible toothache, they go to the dentist and they say, listen, fix me up, I'll pay you whatever you want. And they fix it up. And then when he receives the bill, you can't believe how expensive it is. So the same idea is that, you know, when, when you walk into a restaurant, you're starving, you would do anything to eat. And when you walk out the restaurant, you're like, I can't believe I was ever hungry. I don't think I'll ever be hungry again. So that is where uniqueness comes in. Is that once you're satiated, you've got to make a blessing to Hashem. Allah now, we're going to focus on a very technical halachic point that comes out of this particular verse that has to do with uh, actually Birkat Kohanim. So if you're familiar with the uh, Birkat Kohanim, it says, Hashem So uh, Hashem should bless you and he shall keep you. Hashem shall uh, show you grace. Hashem shall show you grace. Yisa Hashem Panav, Hashem will, Yisa Panav Alecha, show you favor. So the word Yisa Panim is the idea of uh, showing favorites. I will to, Hashem will show you favor and grant you peace. So elsewhere in the Torah, it says Hashem does not show favorites. You know, Hashem does not Yisa Panim. So the Gemara we're going to deal with over here deals with this contradiction that on the one hand it says Hashem will Yisa Hashem Panavelecha that Hashem will show us favor, favor meaning that Hashem will show us preferential treatment over other nations. So that's what Yisa Hashem Panav. But other places it says Hashem does not Yisa Panim. So what is it? So this is what the Gemara says, and this is over here. Tanya, Ama lehem Akadosh Baruch Hu lemalachim. So the malachim, the angels. So to speak. So the, the, what the Gomorrah comes and says over here is, so to speak, there was a debate between Hashem and the angels. And the angels said to Hashem, you know, how is it that you are showing favor? You're not allowed to show favor. You said you won't show favor. So Hashem says to the angels, <coughs> 
How can I not show favor to these people? Uh, to the Israelites. That I wrote in the Torah, you shall eat and be satiated and you shall bless. And they are so meticulous regarding themselves that they recite grace, they, they bench, even after eating an olive or an egg amount. Now, just to a little bit of halachic background knowledge over here. In the general rules of eating, in halacha, both things that we obligated to eat and things that we are prohibited from eating, um, the question always has to come, what is considered eating? So if I dip my finger in food and, and I lick my finger, is that considered eating halachically to, for example, if it's got chametz on pesa or if it's not kosher? Have I transgressed the mitzvah of eating something prohibited or not? Same with matzah. If I eat a crumb of matzah, or more likely that you have one sheet of matzah and you divide it up into 10 pieces and give everyone a little, little square, do they fulfill the mitzvah of matzah? So throughout the Gemara, it deals with what exactly is considered the quantity sufficient in order to, to, to recite a bracha uh, or to fulfill a mitzvah or to transgress an avera. And the two general measurements that are used is a kibetzah, which is an egg, a volume of an egg, or a kazait, which is a volume of a large olive. So exactly what those are by modern day terms is, is uh, something of a debate. But let's just say for argument's sake is that it is a, uh, an, a, a, what we would call an egg and an olive. So if you were to eat less than an olive, everyone would agree you have not fulfilled the mitzvah of matzah, let's just say. And if you ate chametz, you have not transgressed the avera of eating chametz because it's much less. It doesn't mean you can do it. It just means you don't transgress the avera. It is not at the point that is a halachically, uh, it is a halachic, uh, halachic consequences. It's a prohibition, but halachic consequences. So for example, um, measurements exist everywhere. So stealing, everyone agrees that stealing, even the most infinitesimal amount, is prohibited. But if I steal one cent from someone, it's not prosecutable. Even though it's prohibited to do so, it's not prosecutable. So similarly over here, if you eat less than a zaitam, less than an olive's amount of bread, it's not considered halachically eating, even though it is prohibited to do so. So, what is the verse in the Torah? It says, You have to eat. So when do you have to bench? It doesn't say you should eat and bench. It says, You have to eat and be satiated. And then you bench. So you have to get to a certain point where you feel satiated, I guess each person would have to determine at their own level exactly what satiety would mean. But once you've reached that point, then you have the obligation. If you don't reach the point of satiety, so then you don't have to bench. Why? Because you, there's no reason to bench. You haven't done it. It's the same as like, if you don't have a four-corner garment, you don't put on sit-sit. If you don't have a proper doorway, you don't put on a mezuzah. If you don't get to survey, if you're not satiated, so then you don't have to bench. What do we do halachically? We say no. If you eat a kazayat or if you're less, more lenient to eat an egg's amount, then you have to bench. But hold on a second, but I need to eat five eggs before I'm satiated. Even, even so, we halakhically say we're going to bench even if, you eat a, even if you eat an egg. All right. So comes Hashem. So getting back to the Gemara. So the angels say, Hashem, how can you show favor to the Israelites? That's, uh, that's not right. So Hashem says, how can I not show them favor? I told them that they only have to bench. They only have to thank me for what they've been, when they've eaten enough that they're satiated. And what do they do? They go and they say, even if they're not satiated, they're going to bench me. Even if they eat an, an olive's amount. So they've just, it's not even an appetizer and they're already benching. So if they prepared to go so far, 
So how can I not show them favor? Okay, that's that's the Gomorrah. So what's I got to do with that topic? So the concept of eating bread to satiety is something that actually is mentioned a number of times in the in the Torah. And so, for example, in Shmot, now this is the uh, the first, one of the first complaints that Bnei Israel have to um, Hashem, which is the first of many, and it says. If only that we had died in the wilderness. Um, sorry, we had died in Egypt by the hand of Sebastian. We remember we had these pots of, of meat. We ate bread to society. But then Hashem brings us out into the wilderness and to die here. You remember the good old days in Egypt. So Hashem brought us out to, to the wilderness here. We're talking about there's no water. There's no, this is just before the manna, if I'm not mistaken. So, the, you know, halavai, we, had, we remember we ate bread to satiety in Egypt in those good old days. So satiation existed over there. But we see it later. And this is now in Pasha Bechukotai, which is um, this penultimate, uh, the, the last parasha in Sefer Vayikra. And it says, And if you do all the mitzvot and the d- decrees of Hashem, uh, You will live security in the land. The land will give its fruit. And you will eat till you are satiated. You will eat completely. And you will live securely in the land. So the concept of eating Till the point of satiation exists multiple places. Firstly, we see it in uh, you know the way that uh, the Gemara, you know, that the, the halacha we have in this week's parsha is that you eat until you satiate, then you bench. But we see when we're in Egypt, we ate bread to satiety, and with a, one of the brachot we get that when we keep all the mitzvahs and we get into the land of Israel, you know what's going to happen over there? There we're also going to eat. We're going to eat uh, the land b'chaltim Now Rashi picks up on this. And he says, it's not quite what you think. He says, So even if you eat a little, you will be satiated. So what's the bracha? When it says you'll eat to satiety, you'll eat, I, I assume satiety is a word. I'm, 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 perhaps I'm making it up. I'm pretty sure it's a word. So if you eat until you're satisfied, so... That's not a bracha. What's, what's the bracha in eating until you're satisfied? I suppose you could say there'll be enough food. But Rashi says the bracha isn't that you will eat so much that you will be full, but rather you'll eat even a little and it will make you full. So that's, that's the concept of being satiated. Satiated isn't necessarily that you're going to have so much food, but rather that you're able to, uh, you're able to take a little and make it... Make it go the length. Make it make it very um, rewarding. So, here's a commentator, um, a commentator called the Torah Tamima. The Torah Tamima was um, a, a quite a relatively recent, lived a hundred years ago, so the beginning of the twentieth century, and was a was one of these interesting rabbis who was a very very you know big Talmud Chacham, but his whole life he just wanted to be a businessman. And unfortunately for him, never succeeded in the world of business. Succeeded in the rabbinate, but never succeeded in the world of business. So he writes to try explain uh, this this whole concept. He says, So I'm going to say, he says that the bracha that happens is that the sova to be satiated is, is that the little means a lot. 
Now, I'm going to paraphrase what he says and a little bit of this is my own idea. He says, when they talked about, we remember the good old days in Egypt, when we ate, I'm actually going to take the screen off, we remember the good old days in Egypt, when we ate, you know, until we were absolutely full. So what do they mean? They say, we ate a lot of food. We ate a hell of a lot of food. What's the bracha that Hashem says? Hashem says, you'll get to, when you keep all the Torah and mitzvot, you know what's going to happen? You're going to be able to eat a little and have the effect of eating a lot. You're going to feel completely satiated as a result of it. That's the bracha. The bracha isn't that you get everything you want. The bracha is that whatever you get, it's enough. That's the bracha of following Torah and mitzvot. When you, when you, when you keep all the Torah, what happens is it, refra- it, it, it frames your frame of reference. It gives you a frame of reference where you realize that quantity can never satiate you. Because no matter how full you are from a meal, there will always be another meal later that you're back to square one. But if you can be satiated with a little and you realize that the food is a means to an end, it's not an end in of itself. So what happens is you have this meal that even if it's little, you can appreciate it and have enormous amount of joy and enormous amount of um, satiation from something relatively minor. So it brings us back now to our Hashem says, You will eat, you will satiate it, and you will bless Hashem. So seemingly it's like the Egyptian analogy like remember that you eat when you're full when you're bloated when you've had an entire meal and you feel completely you can't eat anymore now you've got a bench and Hashem says look at these Jews what do they do they eat just an olive amount and they're ready bench so what are we saying about the olive amount are we saying that we're very from that even when we're not satiated we still bench so that seems to be the way you read the Gemara. Even though we're not satiated, we just had a cocktail, you had a little crack at a cocktail, we got a bench. So because we just bench on everything. It says that's not that's not the part that Hashem shows us favor with. Hashem shows us favor is because we are satiated by an olive. That when you have a little and you're able to say that this amount satiates me, that's when I bench. So Hashem says, you know, when you've got a people like that, when a people are able to take something so small. And to be able to ingest it and feel satiated by it, i.e. Mr. Peck Bamuat, a person who's able to be dissatisfied with the little bits that they have, and they feel a real genuine sense of gratitude. So how do I not show favor to such a people? I told them that they you know they wait until the stomachs are full and they don't even wait that their stomachs are full with so little. And that's the bracha. Now what's interesting is you see that this concept of being appreciating what we have is something that comes out throughout the Torah in other places. So towards the end of the Torah, this is Pasha Kitavo, which is the Pasha before Rosh Hashanah. And it says, uh, now, Bechukotai talks about blessings and curses that are going to happen in, uh, it's one part of the Torah. In Kitavo, similarly, various blessings and curses are going to happen. And now it's talking in the aftermath of the curses. All these terrible curses are going to come and they're going to overcome you. We see Gucha now chase you down. Because you didn't listen to the words and the laws of Hashem that He commanded. And you'll be a sign of wonder to people who see you. Why are all these terrible curses going to happen to Bnei Israel? 
תחת אשר לא עבדת השם אלוקיך בשמחה ובטוב לבב מרוב כה. Because you do not serve Hashem בשמחה with joy בטוב לבב with a whole heart with a good heart מרוב כה when you had it good. Serving Hashem בשמחה ברוב כה when you had so much. What is you have so much? So have so much is when, when you were affluent, when you had so much that your bellies were so full that you couldn't, and then you didn't have a simcha, or that you never were able to get to a point. Because what is simcha? Ezuhu samach. Same as Ezuhu ashir. Samach v'chako, a person who can appreciate that which they have, that which they, they possess, that is the genuine concept of a satiety. What is so the Ebenezer? Ebenezer is an early Spanish Rishon. He says as follows. Says Mirov Ko, why didn't you um why you didn't serve Hashem with when you had the abundance? What are the abundance? He says Ashitava. You can understand this one or two. Mirov Ko, Ashitava, you had everything you wanted. And you still didn't wear Hashem. Or Ko Tsurech. You had everything you needed. But you lived at a time where you had everything you needed and didn't serve Hashem. And that is a, a I think a, a key. What does it mean to be Mr. Pek Mumuat to be able to appreciate what we've got? Is to be able to realize that quantity can never bring simcha. It doesn't matter how much you have. Says the Gemara, he's got a hundred, he wants two hundred. He can never satiate that part of our personality. A physical element can be, it can be satiated when we allow our spiritual and our, our, our head to rule over our body. So then we can be satiated by even an olive. But if our body rules over our head, it doesn't matter how much we have, we will never ever be satiated. All right, so that's a, a short divatory. That's more of a drosha, I think. Probably would have been a drosha had I uh, had I given it this week. But uh, we will leave it at that for this evening, so that all who want can uh, can come and join the the UIA thing. Otherwise, um, open up if anyone would like to ask a question. Please unmute yourself. Otherwise, I will shortly see you on the UIA. Any questions, comments, reactions? Going, going, going. All right. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Have a wonderful evening. Lie a little. Thank you, Rabbi. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you.